Hey, this is Lee. I really hope you've been enjoying the Business of Marketing podcast. It's from marketers and for marketers, and my intention is to bring you value, experiences, and insights that you can use. Also, if your company would like to have their own podcast, I would love to help. The team at Content Monster specializes in B2B podcasts. So if we can help, contact me at contentmonster.com. That's contentmonster, M-O-N-S-T-A.com. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Business of Content Podcast, a place where you can learn how to use digital and social media to drive your business and personal brand. And now your hosts, A. Lee Judge and Dante Carter. Welcome to the Business of Content Podcast, where we talk about content creation and how to use it to connect with your audience. I'm Dante Carter. And I'm A. Lee Judge. And today's topic is when content goes too far. How far is too far? How far is too far? (laughs) So, you know, we're in this constant uh, journey to try to create more and more content. We're searching for things to talk about. And that even happened to us today. We said, let's do a show real quick. What's the topic? Let's look up some things real quick. And the first thing we saw were things we thought, oh, these made headlines because they went too far. Too far. So is that a good thing or a bad thing if your content goes too far? Well, I think the the issue is, you know, I mean, prior to the Internet, there were so many regulators in place. Yeah. You know, how long can a, a radio show be? How long can an uh, interview be? There are so many things that kind of gave you that that nice little cut. OK, enough is enough. And in today's day and age, who's to tell me how long a podcast should be? Who's to tell me how that I'm saying too much information or that I'm, I may be going from business to political until yeah. the, the media horde comes. So the beautiful thing about, about today's content, I might I want to get straight with your microphone there because we're not the same volume. Okay. Um, the beautiful thing about today's content environment is that the, the gatekeepers are gone. Yeah. You know, you don't have to say, let me write an article and then find a publisher to publish my article or find a magazine that will take my article or, you know, you can just write the article and publish it yourself without speaking to or asking anyone about their opinion of what you wrote. Yeah. Um, that's a wonderful thing. Unless you're in a position where you're influencing a lot of people, you have access to a lot of people. And I've noticed as your audience grows, you will become a lot more sensitive to what you write because you're going to get more feedback about what you write. Yeah, it forces you to be sensitive, right? Yeah. You don't know you're hurting somebody until they say, ouch! <laughs> you know, they're letting you know, okay, you're borderline offensive, which is a lot of what we're seeing with Alex Jones and, and InfoWars, you mm-hmm. know? And, I, you know, I'm, I'm, the way I look at this is I, I, love, I love what he's done and what so many other people have done is because they found their voice in this very yeah. large, large spectrum. Before it was just traditional news media. It was just, okay, let's interview Dante and then let's interview somebody else on the opposite side and let's say that we got all sides and, and this is the, the complete story to its fullest. But what we're seeing is, I mean, the audience wants to hear what the audience wants to hear. So if I want to sit down and just talk about um, a certain side of politics all day and I don't want to hear the other side, I can do that now because... Well, My that, voice yeah. is out there. That comes from in the past, it costs so much to create content and so much to find an audience 
that if you're going to make that expense, you best get every piece of audience you can take, no yeah. matter what they believe, what they sound like, look like, where they live, believe, any of that stuff, political reference, whatever preference. But now, because it's so inexpensive to create content, you can choose an audience that just, you can choose your tribe, basically. Exactly. Right? So if you have some, even if it's the most, you know, off-sided, narrow-minded way of thinking, there's enough people in a tribe you can find who think that same narrow-minded way. Well, I mean, the reality is how many people do you actually need to listen to your podcast before an advertiser starts knocking on your door and says, hey, can I tap into your audience? If your audience is concentrated, it's probably even better. And if they have money, it's even better than that. So, you know, in, in the days of this, this guest metrics, like, you know, with TV and radio where, you know, or magazines especially where you would say, our potential audience is 10 million people and people would buy ad based on well your potential audience is 10 million people. Now you can say, no, who actually listened, you know, yeah. who actually read your blog. There are numbers to show specifically what happened. And so whereas before you'd say, well, we have an audience of a million and we realize that 10,000 listened, right? Actually listened. So now you take that 10,000 and go, what is it about those 10,000 that, that they have in common? And then you can say, well, you know what? Out of these a hundred, out of these a million, these ten thousand think this way. Mm -hmm. So now you can tailor your content and your topics only to that ten thousand people. Exactly. And that's a good and a bad thing. The good yeah. thing is you're talking in a bubble, but you know the bad thing. Well, that's the bad thing I would I would say. But the good thing is you can narrow down your content to exactly who you're talking to. And that's that's the joy of of the time and and the period that we're living in, right? Yeah, We've, we're taking away the assumptions and the the guesstimations about what we think is going to happen. It's it's kind of that whole hypothetical that if X, <laughs> then Y, then Z. It's yeah. it's no like we these are real time data. numbers. Yeah, this is real data. These ten thousand listened to you because they liked you, they found you entertaining, and they liked the fact that when you talked about building a business. You got mm -hmm. straight to the ROI. Mm -hmm. You were very descriptive about what you were doing. And what you'll find even within those tribes is there's there's what? There's multiple tiers. Yeah. You've got a tier that they just want to know the basics, so they're in and out. Mm -hmm. Then you've got that tier they want to know a lot more, but they don't want to go too deep into it. Then you mm -hmm. got that, that tier that... They're like, oh, I want to listen to this thing all the way through. Mm -hmm. I want the nuts and the bolts, and I want him to explain to me how he went from A to Z, and I want to know each step. Yeah, yeah. And you know, as a, as a content creator, now that you know that you can niche down so fine to who you're speaking to, um, it gives you more. If if you think about think about it from both sides, if you're a good creator, think about what the consumer can do. Now, now the consumer can say. I'm going to turn off that content and only listen to this content. Yeah. That's what consumers are doing right now. Like, I'm not going to listen to Alex Jones, and that's fine. I don't listen to certain types of personalities or certain types of political views or certain types of whatever because it's not my view. Now, I listen to them to be open-minded and to try to see the whole picture of things, but just as the fact that I'm human, I'm going to gravitate towards my tribes, right? Now, I understand that Everyone, including myself, does that. You gravitate towards your tribe, which means that as a content creator, realize people are gravitating towards a tribe. Yeah. And so you find that tribe and talk to that tribe. And in terms of like our topic for the show is, you know, can 
you know, content go too far. Well, if it's purposeful, if you're going too far deeper into your tribe, then no, I, I would say content can't go too far. You know, if the if your opinion is very sharp or it's very it's it's, it's popular or very unpopular, for example, if you have that tribe that loves that unpopular opinion and you're creating content, hey, dig in. You know, it may sound pretty bad to say that, but that's find your tribe and you can dig into it. But I, I think that all depends, too. Right. Because even within. So it's it's in real life. We understand that you can't really talk about politics without talking about business and how money and power go hand in hand. But if you're going to start speaking about these topics, dig in and you're going to dig in. But at some point, you're, you're going to ruffle the wrong feather. And so the, the question is, how deep do you want to go? And, and I think that's why traditional media survived that test of time, in a sense, because they stayed neutral. They stayed neutral. They stayed yeah. as neutral as possible, as, as, possible. As, as they possibly could. Until you got to where there's so many different media channels, even they begin to niche down. Yeah. So if you're talking like po- politics and news, for example, it's obvious that your Fox, excuse me, your Fox Newses and your MSNBCs, they're niching down some. They they know who their audience is, and you know I typically when it comes to news, I like the channel flip. I want to see what both sides are saying because there's, there's a truth in there somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. or somewhere in there, and they're both so far into their corners. But what they, as you as a content creator, should understand is that your tribe wants to hear certain things so Mm -hmm. if you go overboard in your direction it can work for you now let me take it on a more positive spin instead of saying you know going too far in a negative direction yeah um you know even me as a content creator so one of my biggest outlets of content is on linkedin Mm -hmm. and about a year or two ago i did a lot of two kinds of videos uh one one kind was more you know, motivational life hack, you know, type uh, type videos. The other ones were deep marketing videos and, and content creation videos. And I had to make a decision, you know, on how far I want to go with one or the other. And I realized that I was trying to to please too many tribes at once. And so instead of trying to go one way or the other, I decided to go much deeper into marketing because for me, as the name of the show is the business of content that's my business to be deeper into marketing now if someone was listening to me solely for motivational um you know videos they may say well he's going too far into marketing i'm going you know i've lost his attention he's lost my attention because he goes too far into marketing that is an example of going too far and i lost audience for that tribe but i also realized that the tribe i'm looking for and for business purpose Yes, I go too far into that because that's where my niche is. Now, for Facebook, I might go the other direction too far into the, the life, personal motivation side and leave out marketing. So you may want to consider, you know, if you go too far, make sure you pick where you go too far at. Yeah, but, you know, and, it, and it's so funny. I sit down and I talk to so many people about this and we talk about, oh, I want to create a show. I want to create a podcast. I want to do all these things because... There's YouTube, there's Facebook, there are all these places where I can put content. But people lose sight of the fact that at the end of the day, you still have to bring in revenue. (laughs) Revenue. And to your point. And attention. (laughs) Yeah, and attention. But to your point, it's you might lose um, some of that target audience by going and speaking 
deeper about marketing. But on that flip side, you start speaking about marketing in a way that it what it drives business for you. It increases business for you. And that's my whole thing. It's like, yeah, you can you can go as deep as you want in any direction. But I mean, if you're if you are running a business and trying to keep your business afloat, whichever way that you go needs to needs to be driven in a way where you're helping to drive business because if you're not driving business creating content doesn't mean anything yeah and in terms of business creating content you know you have an option either go wide or go deep and i think at this point of content maturity people are realizing that going wide doesn't get you very far Mm -mm. Um, because so whatever your business topic is you know what the high-level description of what you do is, but you also know the low-level, the deep, technical, only people who are interested in buying would even care about type of detail. There are, there are times to go that deep on your content and make sure you have the full breadth of content from the high level to the, as we say, too far, going way, way, way deep into your, your area of expertise because if you found your tribe and you want to drive business, go there. Now, I got another example that's... <clears throat> Not as business related, but it's a really good example of how going too far is the right thing to do for your tribe. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I am uh, filming a hunting documentary, right? Now, as I'm filming this, I'm thinking to myself, if I show a dead, bloody animal, is that going too far? Then I had to decide, who's my audience? Hunters. Hunters. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if my audience is people who are going out to shoot and create dead, bloody animals... As harsh as that may sound to others, to say somebody who's to a PETA, right? So I have to realize I'm not making this documentary for PETA. Yeah. I'm making this for hunters, you know? And if a PETA person saw that, they would say, oh, my God, it's absolutely too far. Why are you showing dead Bambi, (laughs) you know? But to a hunter, that's exactly what the, the whole sport is about. But that's when you tell PETA, go find content that reflects your views and your values. Because at the end of the day... You know, it's so funny because we've made so many episodes here. Else. You well, said, no. go find, I said, what? Well, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm, this tell, is me veering away from Peter, that. go find your content. <laughs> but, I mean, that's that's what it is. Right. I mean, at the end, there's too much content out here. Yeah. I mean, some people are just going to be trolls. That's their whole life mission is to be a troll. Yeah, that's right. Um, but my point is, there was a time where me and you did, did an episode, and I can't remember the name of the episode, but I do remember right after we taped that show, a C-suite executive called me, mm-hmm. or he, he sent me a message on LinkedIn and wanted to set up a phone call. We sat down and we talked for a while. But everything that I said resonated with him because I went deeper into that space. Yeah. And so the deeper I got, the more he was listening. It probably eliminated so many other people, but he heard me clear as day. Yeah. And so back to your point, it's what are you, what's the purpose of this content? You're filming hunters. And so in order to really show what hunters do and to bring their work to life through your content, through the documentary, you have to show even the gruesome parts. But yeah. that's part of the content that you're creating. That's, that's the detail. Yeah. That's that's deep in the, no, no pun intended, but deep in the woods. Yeah. In terms of what your tribe wants to see, wants to hear. And, you know, oftentimes whenever you see something that you think, oh, my God, they went too far. They went too far for you. Yeah. Right. They didn't go too far for their tribe. You know, so you look at whether it be politicians or celebrities or anybody creating content. There's an area that is too far. But remember that too far, if it's purposeful too far, it may be just too far for people who are not in your audience. 
Yeah. And I and and that's what and it's so funny because people are talking about when are we going to start regulating the internet? I don't want this scene. I don't want I don't want that scene. Don't look. That's the biggest <laughs> point. Because it, it was always funny, you know, when I when I spent time as a news reporter, they would tell us what not to show and and what to show. And there were some times in my mind where I'm just like, man, the internet is showing I'm covering a story that's already on the internet. And these people are seeing way more. The engagement is up because they're getting to the details of the matter. Whereas I'm trying to weave around the story to be neutral. And that's a lot of where I've seen this, the dialogue change, that conversation that Americans are having. The Internet is really showing people that if you really want to reach me, you're going to have to take your story deeper. Or I just realized that you were saying that the news is so the the. The mainstream news is so tasked with trying to be mainstream and safe and neutral and not going too far that the minute somebody says, um, you know, Joe Smith just got locked up for for profane photos of his junk. People will leave the TV and Google his junk. (laughs) (laughs) They will Google his junk. Where Let me see picture? what your junk looks like. Exactly. You know, <laughs> you know, J-Lo had a nip slip. Oh, I'm going to my phone. Nip, yeah. Google, Google, Google. Where's it at? People will leave mainstream to find the extreme. Yeah. So, you know. And, and that's where places like TMZ and all these other places are finding a home because, I mean, what are they reporting on? Sex tapes, gossip. <laughs> so basically you're saying if, if, if you don't go too far, somebody will. In if, your niche. If you don't, in your niche. In your niche. Where you aren't willing to go in your niche, somebody else is. And you just have to remember that. But that's what I'm saying. And so, but you also have to remember that within your niche, there's a balance. And there's, and on the internet, there's nobody that's going to say, no, you you can't go that far. But the, but it'll be reflected in that comment section of, hey, I think you you went too far. And when I say nobody, I mean in terms of when you post it. There's nobody sitting there. You're making that decision. As that content creator, mm-hmm. you're making that decision. Um, but, I mean, that's a decision that you have to – you've you've got a way. I want to hear you say that again because I want to wrap the show up with that. You just said something that I, I wish we were ready to wrap up right then because that was the perfect capsule to this show. <laughs> so I'm going to say the name of the show, which this episode, which was content creation, can it go too far? And the answer you just gave a moment ago – was about um what did you say rewind you rewind. said you said <laughs> something about if it's too far for your audience or if, oh if you don't do it someone else will right i mean it, if you don't go too far t- for your audience someone else will but i mean it's something that my grandmother would say all the time what you aren't willing to do someone else will do and so what i'm saying is if you want to if you want to own your space in this world of content which is what we are in now and i don't even want to say world i want to say universe because there are different planets of content within this internet verse that we're in that what you aren't willing to do someone else will do and what you have to understand is if you want to be uh if you want to be that voice of authority then you have to take the authority. There you go. You heard it from the judge. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear. You heard it from the judge's co-host <laughs> from the Carter. <laughs> judge, jury, and Carter. Judge, jury, and Carter. Hey, that wraps up this show. That, that was a great show. Yeah. Um, just for the record, Dante and I sat down today with no particular topic, and Dante said, you know, he threw out the topic of what about when content goes too far, and. In my opinion, this is a great show. 
Yeah, we have good conversations, and I think there was value in that one. So I hope you found that value also uh, as a listener. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I agree. And I think the biggest thing that, that we have to recognize is that the best shows, I think, are from conversations that are going on right now. That this, reminds me, I had a hashtag. The other day, you were, in, you were in the conversation. I created a hashtag called conversation content. Yeah. Which was different from what we've heard before, conversational content. This is conversation content. Yeah. This is us having a conversation and documenting this conversation and it becoming content. It may We know it will become a podcast. It may become a blog. It may become more than that. But this conversation we're having today that was unscripted, unplanned, uh, other than having our expertise here to you know talk back and forth on, it was conversation content. So we just created a new form of content right in your face. <laughs> Based off a conversation we were having in real time about things that are really going on. And so... You know, I, I think that's where our value comes from. Our value comes from being honest, authentic, and and real about the conversation going on in companies across America, across the world, and within this internet universe that we're dealing with now. So, All right. Well, that is hashtag conversation content. <laughs> hashtag that. <laughs> yeah. So this is a wrap for the Business of Content podcast. How can we find you, Dante Carter? Hey, you all can find me. Uh, my website is cartermedia.net. You can find me across all social media platforms at Dante Carter. That's D-O-N-T-A-Y-E. And I'm A. Lee Judge. Find me at A. Lee Judge. A. <laughs> uh, on LinkedIn is my favorite hangout. Socially is LinkedIn. But uh, also find me on my website, uh, contentmonsta.com. That's M-O-N-S-T-A.com. And uh, be sure wherever you find the podcast, you know, rate the podcast, like the podcast, make a comment on the website, uh, whatever you can do to help the show keep going. We appreciate your feedback. And if you can comment to us, we'll definitely get back to you and mention you on the show. Awesome. All right. Hey, and also let us know what some of your questions might be. And if y'all have some topics that y'all want us to go over and discuss. Hey, do you have the email address? I don't really know what the... Okay, we'll, 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 we'll tag it on the show in the uh, show notes. I mean, you can hashtag it and tag us in it. You, you know. can find us individually on LinkedIn. So. That's right. Anyway, let's wrap it up. Next time, <laughs> y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Business of Content Podcast. Brought to you by ContentMonster.com and Carter Media. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to give it five stars and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform.